What are the horses to follow? The forgetful runs, the stories on Racing Pulse. Bring on David Gately. Uh, bring on David Gately for Gators Post Mortem, presented by the Flemington Racing Spectacular. Three spectacular Group 1 race days in March, starting with Australian Guineas Day on the 4th of March. Book now at vrc.com.au. How are you, Gator? Very well, Michael. How are you? Very well as well. A uh, lot of wells at the moment, and uh, I think Saturday went very well for Cool and Gatter and the crew. Was the lightning the highlight? Oh, look, I think it, it you know, it was a sole group one race, so you'd have to say so. It had the world's best sprinter in us, so, um, you know, how long will he hold on to the mantle is the question. You can't keep getting beaten, uh, but look, he, the race from the moment they jumped never looked like his race, did it? I mean, he couldn't lead outright. He had one sort of shading him outside. They went quick enough, certainly not by Group 1 standard. Um, the overall first section of 24-1 had them about five lengths above all averages, but still 3.7 lengths below Group 1 average. So not fearsome by you know for the standard and class of the horse, but he just, um, you know, he didn't do that mid-race sailing away thing that he's been doing. Uh, he was gobbled up and beaten pretty quickly. 2.3 lengths, it's not a disaster. Um, but, uh, you know, he was below his best, no matter how you slice it. Cool and Gatter was terrific. You know, the three-year-olds went again. They did the last week with Lofty Strike. Uh, they won the all with Jack and I, all bet, with a bit of help. Um, so make no mistake, uh, they're measuring up really well, these three-year-olds. I went the wrong three-year-old, but it's not just, but he was terrific as well. He just couldn't quicken, like a few of them. Sixth quickest, four to the two. But then 11-16 home, a split better on the day, only by, I wish I win, at 10.88, if you don't mind, a 31-6 last 600. Mm. Let's put that into perspective. A, you don't see it too often, and B, it is 15 lengths quicker than the average. Gee. <laughs> so when you, let's start with Nature Strip just to dissect it, because it's fascinating when you put it into the context of of those splits and Group 1 benchmark, which is what he's benchmarked yeah. against. That's pretty worrisome for, for Nature Strip uh, if he is three and a half lengths below what Group 1 standard is when he's normally trucking on speed um, in those Group 1 races. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, um, you know, he's not getting any younger. He's had a trip around the world and all of that. He's, he's been up at the top of the tree for a long, long time. Um, obviously a very much a work in progress as a younger athlete. We knew the talent was there, but how did we harness it? And he went through some elite hands, and he's in the best hands in the business now in, in Chris Waller. And, um, you know, if he's still got it in him, they'll get it out of him. <laughs> Make no mistake. But, uh, yeah, it just never looked like him, did it? You know, from that inside draw, he had one there on his outside the whole time, um, and he just couldn't shake them off mid-race. He did the same thing in the VRC Classic. He... He was under pressure way before he normally is. Now, in that race, he, he was very, very brave you know, all the way to the line, you know, showing great tenacity. Um, this time, he was sort of headed and and um, still fourth. I mean, 2.3 lengths is not a big margin, but well below what uh, the expectation was and what his record is. The finish of I Wish I Win, heading to a new market, what's your feeling because we discussed it on the verdict this morning i think if if he gets clear air they won't beat him in a new market but 
that's the vagary of his racing style with maybe, you know, 18 horses down the big Flemington Strait. Yeah, sure. And look, you know, the, the straight racing, um, although horses are certainly held up from time to time, it's not really um, a graveyard for swoopers. <laughs> you know, they can certainly, you know, nine times out of ten to pull a figure out of nowhere. Um, they tend to find clear running, don't they? So um, that'll be the pilot's job. Uh, Luke Nolan spoke really highly of a wish I win after the race. You know, I think he only mentioned one horse, but he felt quick and better. <laughs> and uh, she was pretty good. Uh, the race, the horse, the name was raced after on Saturday and named after. Um, but look, they just don't run those sort of times home. It's, it's as simple as that. It looked to the eye like it was brilliant, and it absolutely was. You'd have to be favourite for a new market to handicap. Um, you know, he gets to 1,200. Uh, I can't see too many chinks. It won't be a gimme, you know, given Imperatrix, um, given Bonus Notches, given whoever else is there. In it's secret. The proper group one, so, yeah. But he, he deserves to be favoured off that. has to be. Um, anyone else out of the Lightning that you're keen to follow moving forward? Look, I know. Look, I tipped Bonus Notches, and I thought he'd run really well, and well he did, you know. I just... Um, he just couldn't quicken at the 1,000 metres like a few of them. And I mentioned that uh, in the opener there. So the stats back him up. Sixth quickest in the race out of 10 runners, four to the 200. So he couldn't accelerate when needed. Then zoomed late. Lovely work. Really nice horse. Um, but, um, yeah, the, the 1,200 is what he wants. And a bit more race experience, I think. A bit more race now. Uh, but he's in really good hands too. So he's, um, he's, he's a really promising horse and, as I say, don't be scared backing these three-year-olds against uh, against the older horses in anything under 2,000 metres. SMS coming through. Hey, Gator, I reckon Anna Visto was the run of the day on Saturday. How good do you think she is? Can she win a Group 1? Well, she was very popular in the poll. Uh, cool and Gator won the poll. And the punters tend to gravitate to the best race, which I absolutely think is fair enough. But Anna Visto's win was uh, exceptional similar to last year in that uh, she won easily and she smashed the clock again, you know, one twenty one five nine off a 47.9 first half, which she set herself. Um, so, again, using the class as the benchmark because, you know, you don't go to the Olympics and then have a look at the local park. You know, you're competing at the top, so you've got to look at the top. Uh, speed was um, good, solid clip, pretty much right on group three average for the girls, and she raced away really strong last 600 overall time 3.6 lengths above um, you know that class average so uh, brilliant win and yes if she can hold together because she's had trouble sustaining preparation mm. let's be fair um, if she can hold that form yes she's, she's got a group one there for sure How did the win in the telling dirt of Mahaba um, rate? Look not bad uh, certainly not great but a good solid uh, win let's say I mean he was under pressure a fair way from home he responded to it and he was strongest late. I think it's his inexperience there. I don't think it's his um, lack of acceleration per se, but he's still learning his craft. He was green in his trials, uh, even on race day. And then, again, just a bit new to it all. I just wonder if I'll tinker with some gear as they step up in grade. Um, but he was well back. Job done. I marked it. Uh, 1384 uh, was about a length and a half below the listed two-year-old average for the first 600. Overall time that I referenced there, 138 about a length below uh, listed class average. Interesting in the CS Hayes, I think the winner obviously has got that confirmed genuine top grade Group 1 form, but 
It wasn't much between them, was there, Gator? I think was it two and a two point eight five lengths between the top ten across the line. How did the race overall rate? Yeah, and that's been the theme of the entire generation for the three old males. You know, go back to the Corfu Guineas. I think the tenth horse was beaten a similar margin as this on Saturday, and Bel Air ran tenth. Didn't much luck. Still only beaten two point eight lengths. I look at the Sydney race and Osipenko's uh, beaten uh, with the first six home three lengths over them. So. Uh, pretty common theme. Time, though, still good. You know, one twenty one nine six. Winner was back in three wide. He's got partial cover, but still, hard to take anything away from him. Uh, 47.3 first 800. So uh, that had him about 2.7 lengths above Group 3 average. Um, for the three-year-olds, time pretty much bang on um, class average. So certainly, uh, if, he, if he'd raced alongside Anavisto, uh, he would have been... Um, he certainly they didn't uh, rate as well. Uh, Anavisto's time was quicker, uh, off a you know a much slower tempo. So her race is rated significantly better. But um, all he's doing is racing at his own age, and when he's doing that, he's going to continue to race really well. Is it elliptical that you want to take out of that race as a main challenge to Jackano in the Guineas? Look, I think attrition measured up really well. Uh, he was the one sort of just off elliptical in the run, but uh, just didn't really get clear running until the race was almost gone. He was finally fully clear at about 150 from the line and then really strong home, 11.56. Only one horse was quicker than him again. That was more a master who looks like a little run three laps. Um, so in my notes, I've marked him as he may well have won. In saying that, can you take anything away from Elliptical who is back and, as I say, three wide? So, um, But, look, they're the two, I think, to take out of it. Let's turn our attention to the other three-year-old Guineas contenders, and that's the um, Hobartville in Sydney. First of all, aft cabin, overall? No, that's a figure run. I mean, I think there's a big difference between drawing gate 10 of, of, uh, of 10... When you're 20 to 1 and when you're a dollar 60, you know, they all absolutely know where you are and they're not entitled to make life easy for you and they're not going to. Um, so you've got to be able to overcome that. And, you know, that's where price becomes either relevant or irrelevant, depending on how you look at it. I don't think the price uh, alters the run at all. All it does is alter the perception um, of what the expectation uh, of what you have. And, you know, if you're a dollar sixty, you're still losing one in three. You know, you're winning the other two. He was beaten on Saturday, but not many win with the run he had. You know, working early, uh, then shaded the leader, uh, a neck clear. They went forty-eight flat first eight hundred. So you know, a length and change below the class average, but still he's working, and he was entitled to tie late, which he did. Who would you back in a rematch in the Guineas? Zoo Tiger, Osipenko, Arf Cabin. Okay, so going into this race, um, my comments were, uh, I think our cabin has to be the one to beat off his brilliant return win. He won too well, ran too good a time. Osipenko's run was every bit as good as his from back and wide. This time they swapped barriers, effectively. One might be wide, one gets a box seat run. Now that's what happened, and because there's not a lot between these three-year-olds, which is the theme, then these barriers and runs in transit become so important. And he had the softer run, run down Zoo Tiger, who was brave. Machelado was good first up as well. Um, so who would I back? Look, I, I think still it's advantage at Cabin because he's got the, 
the, those big numbers on the board, and although he doesn't win every time, um, he tends to have an excuse when he when he is beaten. Um, but look, Jack and I've beaten him fair and square as well. So um, fascinating crop they are. Mm. Did the two-year-old pitcher in Sydney get any clearer, or is it a bit more muddied after Kings Gambit again? Um, maybe raced a little bit below what expectation was after his dominant debut win down here, and and then we got look Cylinder almost from left field, who's who's now put his hand up after a remarkable recovery from a broken jaw. Yeah, look, I think the um, this is a race you can trust. Yeah, I think. Um to answer the first part of your question, I think it became a bit clearer. So these first three over the line, Cylinder, Randam, Platinum Jubilee, King's Gambit, third, Daylight Rest. So Fire Lane, Mumbai, Musa and Medina, Madeira Sunrise were well and truly found out, albeit one of them was lame, so Mumbai Muse made the figure file. So those trifecta have all uh, run exceptionally well. Cylinder, um, was only first up, he wore down Platinum Jubilee, who had set a good speed, you know, 29.8 first 500, um, right on the class average for two-year-old set weights uh, over this trip. Time good, one three two three and a half lengths above the average. And not only that, Mr. Felgate, they've actually run quicker time than Andermatt mm. later in the day. Uh, Andermatt being a proper, you know, top-end older sprinter, well-backed to beat Eduardo one day, Um He's not nature strip, but he's a good older sprinter to, to get a good benchmark on. And they've run quicker time than him, and they've done it off a slightly slower first 500 sectional. So now these first three, trust them. King's Gambit, to be beaten 0.9 of a length, you know, and sweat up pre-race, over-race. You know, I was watching vision of him trying to mount the pony pre-race. So he didn't play the game as it's meant to be played, and was still beaten less than a length. So... I think he's an exceptional talent, but, um, yeah, he's got to put it all together because there's nowhere to hide at the top end. So, Cylinder, another one for the Blue Army. Um, when we're talking golden slippers, there's a lot of water to go under the bridge between now and the 18th of March. Learning to Fly is obviously the $4 favourite. Skirt the Law will get to see the, the Magic Millions winner this Saturday. Then we've got Barber. Um, Cylinder's a $15 chance. So uh, who's who's number one seed early doors for you? Is it learning to fly from the two-year-olds we've seen? Oh, look, she's been terrific in both of her wins without, you know, everything going to plan. So if I'm framing the market, sure, she's at the top of it. Would I back her at that price? No, I don't think so. Um, you know, Red Resistance won on the same day. Went to the trials recently and looked like Black Caviar. It was a brilliant trial. Um, so he'd have, he's in my conversation, the thoughts as well. Obviously, our, this race rating on Saturday has me really interested as well. So, um, and skirt the law, we'll see on Saturday. So, um, I don't need to tip the winner now. Um, but to answer your question, that's sort of a rough order. Uh, well done, Andermatt, on the weekend as well. Uh, who you were you were pushing up for on the weekend? Is there anything else we haven't discussed that we want to follow? And maybe a couple of forgive file horses. Yeah, look, I think, we, you know, I touched on a couple that certainly made the figure pole. I thought Exolita was terrific in the fast and a Vista race, given she blew the start. She had good backing. Just keep an eye on her for, you know, the track's better dry, though. Patrician, we've touched on him, measured up really well. And, uh, you know, I know he was beaten, but um, I think there's a day in the sun for him. I wish I win was impossible to miss as well. Um, and uh, well and truly, 
made the uh, the black book. Mm. SMS saying, Gator, $15, Irish I win for an Everest. What do you think? Look, without... Look, if Nature Strip is no longer the king, then it's then absolutely wide open race. And there's a reason to suggest that if the torch is going to be passed sooner rather than later, you know, a three-year-old beat him in the race last year, Giga Kick. Uh, you saw Bonus Notches and another three-year-old run first and fifth on Saturday. Um, so maybe if it is time for the new breed, uh, you know, so I wish I win. The problem is, you know, I think he's a dry tracker um, and the yep. Everest is no guarantee to get a dry track. Well, do you know, there is one person that age does not weary, and that is the great Gator, uh, year in, year out. Uh, <laughs> we'll speak on Thursday, Gator. Already looking forward to that.